Alex Call gets the call and hits a walk-off home run yesterday. But honestly, that wasn't even the most surprising thing about yesterday because there is a trend with Patrick Corbin that may get him to bounce back this year. We're going to talk about all of that and more after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery. From wherever you are, visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB to get a 10% off your first month. And thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. I'm your host if it's your first time tuning in, and my name is Ryan Clary, and we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network where you get your team every single day. And as we were getting into, Patrick Corbin and Alex Call were the two ballers yesterday for the Washington Nationals, getting it done in the ninth inning, Alex Call hitting a walk-off home run. And honestly, that was just, an amazing sight to see. I was at that game, and I think that is by far and away the best game that the Nationals have played so far in 2023 is the most complete game, in my opinion. Obviously, that eighth inning got a little wonky, you could say, with Hunter Harvey coming in. And going three days in a row with Hunter Harvey, that is not a great decision in my mind. But yesterday was a good game, so we're going to talk about the good things. And I've noticed a big trend with Patrick Corbin. I'm going to get into that here. But later in the show, we're going to be talking about three reasons as to why this Nationals team has turned it around. Because this is a much better baseball that we've been watching this year. And really, over the last two to three weeks, it has been honestly phenomenal baseball for what I was considering a not a great season. So the Nationals are surprising us. I'm going to give you three reasons as to why that is. Then later in the show, we got a big series this weekend against the Diamondbacks with our three aces taking the mound, Mackenzie Gore, Josiah Gray, and Trevor Williams. We're going to preview that. But as we were saying, Patrick Corbin and Alex Cole get the job done yesterday, beating the Cubs of a score of 4-3 to as Alex Cole hits a walk-off home run. And Alex Cole, he's going to be one of those reasons why later in the show today as we get into that. Because Alex Cole has been a bolt of energy. We're going to get into that just a little later. You won't want to miss it. But Patrick Corbin, have you guys started to notice a trend? Not a trend really with what Patrick Corbin is doing while he's out there. It's kind of something that's out of his control. But you're starting to see this trend and it's not just from this year it's from 2022 and if you're an everydayer and if you've listened to my podcast you know where I'm going with this it's the fact that Riley Adams is catching Patrick Corbin we are starting to see a much better and different version of Patrick Corbin and I can't explain it because the analytics with Riley Adams back there 
Like all the spin rates, all the different metrics that you look at are the same when it comes to Kiebert Ruiz and Riley Adams. But one thing that you can't dismiss is the simple numbers of what Patrick Corbin has done so far this year with Riley Adams behind the plate. And again, it's only been two games this year. But if you look back at last year, Patrick Corbin was hovering around the mid-fours of an ERA with Riley Adams behind the plate over about 13 starts. Now, a lot of people are saying that's not a good ERA, and I totally understand that. But considering the fact that Kiebert Ruiz, in the same amount of starts, had an eight ERA with Patrick Corbin, I'm taking Riley Adams over Ruiz when Patrick Corbin is starting. And now this year, we're starting to see just that same trend. Kiebert Ruiz, so far, he's caught Patrick Corbin in five games. And the numbers, you may ask? It's sitting at a 5.88 ERA, allowing 36 hits over 26 innings, 17 earned runs, only 2.38 strikeouts per win, batting 313 with an 851 OPS with Kiebert Ruiz behind the dish. Now with this year with Riley Adams, he's sitting at a 3.65 ERA through two games started. 12.1 innings pitch, and is averaging eight strikeouts per win. Also, you want to look at the batting metrics of that? Batting 222 with a 572 on-base plus slugging. We are starting to see a glimpse of the 2019 Patrick Corbin, which I thought I would have never said before in my life. But if we can just get Patrick Corbin to not even be these numbers, he can camp back at the 4-5 ERA that he was with Adams back in 2022. And guess what? That's perfectly fine. But Riley Adams, here's the issue. Riley Adams is not good when it comes to hitting. Simple as that. He's just kind of a big moose who can get a hold of one and hit a home run every now and then. But we really haven't really seen that up to this point. But something between the chemistry of Corbin and Adams has changed Corbin's approach and everything that he has done so poorly over the last few years. And you're starting to see this connection established as Davey Martinez put Adams back in the lineup yesterday. So over the course of last year, Adams was much better when he was catching Corbin. Not at the plate or anything. It was actually turned around. Corbin was much better. But now we're starting to see it again. And this is a trend. And really the question of this, if we can get a normal Patrick Corbin back, what does that mean for this team? It means everything. Because when you're getting three quality starts, really every few days with Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore, and Trevor Williams, if you can get a quality start from Patrick Corbin and get him to go five to six innings, only yield two to three runs, that is a huge advantage for this Nationals team. And then we'll even start to see a bigger jump from this young squad. Because Patrick Corbin's not getting traded no matter what. We just, you can't trade him. No one's going to take on that contract, even for the next year and a half. So at this point, you better stick to the strength. And the strength is Riley Adams behind the plate. But Alex Call was also a shining star in that win yesterday as he comes up in the ninth inning and hits the walk-off home run 
that the Nationals have been waiting for. And Alex Cole has just been kind of this journeyman down in the minor leagues, was a former really not a top prospect, but he was a high round pick for the Cleveland Guardians. He never really got his opportunity there. Was DFA'd last year. The Nationals picked him up. And now we have Alex Call, who seems to be a solid, reliable fourth outfielder for the Nationals so far. I'm going to get into why I really like Alex Call at the top of the lineup a little bit later. But with what Call does, yesterday was just the cream of the crop of his MLB career. Everything that he does so well, I think, shined in that ninth inning. The clutchness. I don't know why I even say that. Just because of the fact that he looks so confident up there. And that he's confident in himself. It just gives me simple confidence in him to do the job. And so when I got up, or not when I got up, when he got up to the plate yesterday, I was more than confident that this guy was going to get on base. And a lot of people may ask, well, why is that? I couldn't even tell you. I just look at him and what he does and the simple approach to his at-bat. I have so much faith in this guy for really no valid reason. I'll explain that reason a little bit later. But as we were saying, Alex Call with that walk-off home run and to see him just go nuts. If you see the video, if you close in on his face, this guy was ecstatic. He was so excited as he should be. He's never hit a walk-off home run in any level of baseball, not even in Little League. So this guy comes to the plate, knocks off the Chicago Cubs to win the series of three of the four games, which honestly was kind of stunning considering the fact the Cubs are a pretty good team and they came into Nationals Park above 500. Now they're now below 500. And honestly, it really kind of hindered what they could be in the playoffs as now, as we said, they're in a little bit of a weaker NL Central at this point with the Cardinals kind of struggling, the Reds struggling, the Pirates are outperforming expectations, kind of same with the Brewers. But man, the Nationals got it done and Alex Cole made the call. And that was just the win the Nationals could be looking for. So again, thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. And of course, tonight you can catch the Nationals play the Diamondbacks tonight on Sirius XM. And it's just the best way to catch your guys' first pitch of the Nats hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app search nationals and before we get into the three reasons as to why the nationals have turned this thing around i'm going to tell you guys about my friends over at rocket money and rocket money do you ever discover subscriptions that you just had no idea that you forgot to unsubscribe from i do that all the time that is why my friends at rocket money have you Covered. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Because most Americans think they can spend around $80 a month on subs, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need my friends at Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills 
all in one place. Stop throwing away your money, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. Rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. And now we get back into it as we have three reasons as to why this Nationals team has really turned it around so far over the last few weeks. And my reason number one, I've already led the witness. I think it's because of Alex Cole in that leadoff spot. Some people may be scratching their heads. Some people may think, well, the numbers have honestly crumbled since that Colorado Rocky series. And you're right. The numbers haven't been that good. But with a leadoff hitter, think back to your little league. Think back to when you were just starting baseball. You have that guy up there who is going to fight like hell and most importantly, take a bunch of pitches. Get back to the dugout and be that energizer bunny. Because Alex Call, I think, is one of the tougher outs in this Nationals lineup. Every time I go up there, this guy is scrappy up at the plate. And not only is he scrappy, he is tough to strike out. He's a tough out in general. He hustles down the baseline. He's not going to chase too many pitches. And most importantly, he's not going to swing and miss that much. So when it comes to Alex Call at the leadoff spot, look beyond the numbers. And that is kind of ironic for me to say, I'll admit looking at slugging numbers and all that. But I can't help but notice he's just been that energizer guy and it takes off some from the pitcher. He's a tough out. Having that tough out to immediately be in there first inning, first at bat, it's not an easy one. It's going to get in the pitcher's head a little bit. And with this Nationals team, with kind of the lack of talent that we have offensively, you need guys like that to be a tough out, to be that kind of menace that we say a lot. That's Alex Call. That's why I believe this Nationals team has kind of gotten it turned around a little bit on the offensive side, even though the production may say otherwise as to why Alex Call hasn't really been that well at leadoff. But I think the simple fact that he's a tough out, he's an energizer, and he's kind of just taking away some of the energy from the pitcher and making it easier for guys like Jamer or whoever may be after him. So I think that is something that you shouldn't really just look past. Because for a leadoff spot, that is part of the job. And he does that exceptionally well, in my opinion. Second reason as to why I think this Nationals team has really turned around. Say it with me. Run support. Run support. We finally have been able to crack the offensive code for the Nationals. And honestly, it took a little while. It took a little longer than expected, if we're being honest. But man, have they kind of found their stroke. They've been hitting around pitchers. And it hasn't been the flashy home runs that I want. Really hasn't been too many extra base hits. But it's been timely hitting. This team doesn't really strike out as much as a lot of people think they feel like they do. Because this Nationals team, they are filled with a lot of tough outs. They're scrappy. They stay in the game. And that is a whole nother reason as to why this Nationals team is kind of fun to watch. We're not winning all that much. 
Now we are. But is that really sustainable over time? I'm not going to put a cap on it, but most likely not. But the reason as to why this success has starting to turn the corner and really affect the way that we play games and we're starting to win, I think it's because of guys like Alex Cole kind of being that energizer. Jamer Candelario, Kibet Ruiz really turning the corner at the plate. Then also C.J. Abrams with timely hits. You've seen him knocking a couple guys over the last week. And those have been in huge situations where the Nationals have taken the lead in multiple games because of C.J. Abrams. So guys like that, when you look at them and what they do and how they develop, that all goes into this puzzle for the 2023 Nationals. And it's a tough puzzle to solve, let's be honest. But at the end of the day, they're getting the job done. My third reason, in my opinion, by far and away, the most important one. The emergence of Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore, and Trevor Williams. Those three guys, the three-headed monster that we have for this Nationals team. I now feel confident in not just the Gray and Gore combination. I truly do feel comfortable with Trevor Williams out there and just what he does. Have you guys noticed when they turn into the dugout there, do you notice the two guys hanging around Trevor Williams, who, by the way, they say is a clubhouse leader, and that's why we signed him? I mean, he's obviously a good, decent pitcher as well, but he's a clubhouse veteran leader. The two guys that you always see hovering around him, Josiah Gray and Mackenzie Gore. And Trevor Williams is even keeled. This guy is mellow yellow. He doesn't get bothered. He doesn't get rattled. And for someone like Mackenzie Gore, who we've seen get frustrated, who we've seen go into the clubhouse and kind of throw a tantrum, which I love. But it also is kind of like, hey, take it easy on yourself. Trevor Williams is kind of that guy right now who I think has really helped Josiah Gray and also Mackenzie Gore just be an everyday pro. Because Trevor Williams has been on good teams. Last year with the New York Mets, he pitched very well. With the Pirates back in the day, in the mid-2010s, he was on some decent teams, nothing great, nothing crazy. But Trevor Williams has kind of been that steady Eddie guy the veteran presence in this clubhouse that we have been missing with Steven Strasburg or a Max Scherzer. So when you see guys who are really just rallying around Trevor Williams, I think that does play a big role in what this Nationals team can do into what this Nationals team, in my opinion, will do. So with that being said, we now have to preview the weekend. And we had that three-headed monster going up against the Arizona Diamondbacks this weekend. With tonight, it is a Josiah Gray day. It is our favorite day here in Washington, D.C. I'm going to tell you guys all about that. But, of course, you can see the Nats play the Diamondbacks tonight at 940 on Sirius XM, wherever you get it. It is my favorite way to tune in the games now. Catch every pitch of the Nats hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Nationals. Before we get into previewing the weekend series against the Arizona Diamondbacks, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need for yourself. Listen, we all have friends who have gone through some tough times and you're helping through them. You want to be a good friend there. Sometimes you want to be a good friend to your help to yourself and therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Trust me, it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnMLB today. And now we get into previewing the weekend series, and I am wildly excited for this weekend series as we get started with tonight with a pitching battle of the year. Merrill Kelly versus Josiah Gray, the two aces in my mind for the team up to this point. Josiah Gray coming into this game with a 2.67 ERA, 31 strikeouts. Merrill Kelly is coming into this game with a 3.06 ERA with 30 strikeouts. Right now, the Diamondbacks sit in second in the a- in the NL West. I was going to say the West. The Nationals, we sit in fifth in the NL East. But after this weekend, the Nationals could be looking at sitting at 16 and 18. While the Diamondbacks, if they drop three, they could be sitting at 500. I feel like tonight is going to be a good night for the Washington Nationals. You just got done whipping the Cubs butt over this last week. You walked it off yesterday against the Cubs. You just flew over to Arizona in the shiny hot sun, leaving the cold weather here in D.C. I think tonight is the night for Josiah Gray and really just settle in as him being the guy. Because at this point through the season, 33 and two-thirds innings pitch, a 1-2-8 whip, 31 strikeouts, Josiah Gray has been that guy to look for as this Nationals team continues to chug and chug towards the finish line. Because I look at Josiah Gray, and I have seen a totally different Gray day. He has just been unbelievable up to this point. And this is the Josiah Gray that a lot of us expected and wanted to see when we traded him for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. Obviously, we got back Kibert Ruiz as well, who has been magnificent so far in 2023. So tomorrow... Saturday, another big game against the Diamondbacks. And who do we have going? Our guy, my guy, Mackenzie Gore. Here's the thing. Mackenzie Gore concerns me just a little bit this weekend at Chase Field. You may ask why. The reason why I say that is because Chase Field has kind of been a hitter's park over the years. In fact, It really has been, especially for left-handed pitchers for some reason. Mackenzie Gore could have some struggles going up against this lineup if he doesn't have his command. But if he does have that command in stone and he is set, ready to go, there is no reason Mackenzie Gore shouldn't win this game because he's not going up against some mega-talented pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He's going up against Tommy Henry. Someone who has only started two games this year and has a 6-5 ERA. 
He's nothing special. I'll say that. And only sitting at about 25 years old. These are two kids. One's a lot better than the other. And that is Mackenzie Gore. Now, good thing for the Nationals, Tommy Henry is also a lefty who have struggled at Chase Field. So this Nationals team could take advantage of that factor, especially considering the fact that you have Mackenzie Gore, which in my mind is the team's ace when it's all said and done. But then Sunday, Trevor Williams, honestly, who has been the biggest surprise for the Nationals so far in 2023, in my mind. And Trevor Williams has been fantastic, but he's going up against Ryan Nelson again. Someone has a 6-3-9 ERA in six starts. 31's inning pitch, 19 strikeouts, and a 1-5-2 whip. Again, only 25 years old, a former second-round pick in 2019. He hasn't settled in. We have our three guys going. They got their guy going tonight, Merrill Kelly. But these are three winnable games because of the guys that we have going. How can you not feel confident going into this rubber match when you have your top three pitchers who have been pitching really damn well? All of them have a sub-4 ERA. Merrill Kelly is the only one of the three that has a sub-4 ERA. In fact, he's the only one that has a sub-6 ERA going up against the Nationals this weekend. So I think the Nationals take two of three against the Diamondbacks. I think we go into this hot. And really, if the Nationals do take two of three, it's time to start talking about and taking the next step for this Nationals team and really taking a look at this rebuild. Because Mike Rizzo might have been right after all. Maybe it was a retool rather than a rebuild, and maybe we were the dummies. Or myself. I'll say I am a dummy for not believing in it. But hey, the Nationals have to get it done. And of course, you can catch that game tonight on the SiriusXM app. And thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So on Monday's show, we'll recap the series. And again, I'll I'll call my shot, Alex Call style. We'll drink some Tennessee honey, Jack Daniels whiskey. I think the Nationals take two of three against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Two of three. And the Nationals are getting hot. Don't let these Nationals get hot. I'll talk to you guys on the flip side. You have a good day.